Hello, dear listeners. Hello, dear listeners. How are you? Um, well, that's it. <laughs> we're two days before Passover is coming, and uh, we're in the last cleanings. And, uh, of course, that today uh, our radio show is going to be very special for you, the listeners. And uh, this time we're going to dealing with the issues of Pesach, the issues of Lela Seder. Of course, we shall talk about um, the educational perspectives of that night, but also um, because we know uh, the Yeshiva Bokhorin is already in home, your kids around you right now, and uh, this is not a real time uh, for a heavy, uh, serious uh, program. So today we shall say some Divrei uh, Torah of Pesach, Ezrat Hashem. I hope that uh, Nisim, my dear friend, will be with us uh, during this radio show. But before we start, um, I would like to um, tell you, dear listeners, that Bezat Hashem, today I'm going to dedicate 20 booklets of mine for free for you, dear listeners. Um, we have some questions uh, for Passover, and everyone who has the answer, Bezat Hashem, the right answer, he will get special um, booklet, um, a booklet called Basic Principles in uh, Children's Education. Actually, it's uh, more than 100 pages um, that actually gives you the all basic chapters of education, how to dealing with um, issues like discipline, how to improve the self-image of your children, uh, how to teach them to keep the house clean, and much more than that. So, Bezat uh, Hashem, 20 booklets for you, the listeners. And first of all, let me to remind you the ways you can contact us. First of all, you can call in our phone number, 718-683-5858, 718-683-5858. And if you want to text us your answers or your messages, of course, uh, your questions, you can send us a text uh, via 347-927-8398, 347-927-8398. Now, dear listeners, let's talk about the Lila Seder. Um, I already said uh, in the past that um, the real issue of Lela Seder is the experiences, the experiences of Lela Seder. And what I mean when I say experiences, I'm always saying in my radio shows that kids don't growing up with knowledge. They're growing up with experiences. Each one of us, if we just make a, uh, if we just close our eyes and let's 
think about one of the Lela Seder that we remember. Most of people remember the Lela Seder of the childhood. And the question is, why? Let's say that you are 40 years old or 30 years old. You have passed 30 Leila Seder during your life. Close your eyes and try to remember one of them. What is the most thing, the most Leila Seder that you remember, you very quick realize that you remember one of the Leila Seder of your childhood. And I hope that you remember that because of nice and pleasant experiences, because there are some kids, they remember, oh, who they remember, but because of negative uh, experiences. I hope this is not a case. So now the listeners, we know that kids actually growing up with the experiences, not with the knowledge. You can sit next to your child and teach him uh, from morning to evening, all over the day, to speak with him about the Hashivu, the importance of the Lila Seder, of the Chag Pesach, of Avadim Ainu Bebitraim, whatever you want. But in the bottom line, he forgets everything. You know why? Because the capacity of our mind is very limited when I'm talking about the conscious, yeah? And the subconscious we actually storing every single moment in our life. But in our mind, in our, in our conscious, we don't have many space for it. But for experiences, the experiences actually containing us all over the line. So it's very important what kind of experiences we're going to create in the coming Lila Seder. And you know, in Hebrew, there is a concept we called Baltam. You know what is this Baltam? Baltam is a shortcut, shortcut of the words Bilti Metuchnan, unexpected. Unexpected means that if I try to arrange my budget, my monthly budget, and I make money for... Um, for uh, the school of my kids, for the grocery, for shopping, and I take the, the income and I divide it into sections. How I'm going to spend it so I, in order to have money through the end of the month. But also I have to dedicate some money for Baltam. Baltam bilti metuchnan. For un. Uh, unexpected things that actually happened. Suddenly, the washing uh, machine is broken, or the frigidaire is broken, total lost. So, where can I get money from now? That's why I dedicate part of my income for unexpected issues. The same way, when we are coming to Leila Seder, we have to take it into an account that's going to be unexpected things. The little one is going to split the wine on the new map. Uh, the five-year-old Gerard is going to laying on the floor and screaming for 30 minutes. Um, the plate of 
Shabbat is going to broke. Maybe I'm going to eat a cold food. Take all this accident into account. It's going to happen. I mean, don't expect for that. Don't think negative thoughts, right? But also take it into account. Don't be surprised. Be prepared to some unexpected cases. When we know that and we're preparing ourselves for that, most of chances we're going to make it out. We're going to make the Lila Seder very, very good. Because I know that some accident is going to happen. Well, the listeners, um, the major mitzvah of Passover, of Lila Seder, is Vehigadeta Levincha. What does it mean, Vehigadeta Levincha? Um... We know that a story has strong power to impact the soul, to impact the mind of a person. I mean, if you're sitting in a lecture, and the lecturer is very interesting, but he has no any stories, when you go out, you say, okay, it was wonderful lecture, but one, but in one day or two days, that's it. You forget everything. Why? Because a story has much power to save things and to internalize things into the soul, into the personality, into the into the soul of of ourselves. So. It's very, very important to prepare some stories, powerful stories, to our kids um, when we're getting to Passover, when we're getting to Lela Seder. I know that there are some uh, families, um, they're wearing uh, costumes like Tachposot, like in Purim, um, of Avadim Ayinu Bemitzrayim, they're wearing the clothes of Avadim, of slaves, and they carry um, like a bag on their shoulder, and they pop up and they say, they surprise the kids and say, oh, I just came from Mitzrayim right now. Someone can give me a water. Someone can help me. Look what I have in my bag. It's only matzah. It only matters. Why? Because I have no sufficient time to bake a, 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 a normal bread. Look what came out from the, 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 the oven. Look what happened to me. I just came from Mitzrayim. And they start to tell the kids, look what happened to me. Look what I'm trying to running away. And they're telling the story about the ten makot, the Esar makot of Mitzrayim, about Dam, Kinin, Sephardia, everything like a personal experiences. I think when we try to demonstrate, uh, demonstrate in front of the kids what happened in Mitzrayim, I think it's very, very important. So first mission for you, dear listeners, is um, I want you to 
come on the line, call in, and Bezat Hashem, tell us a story of your childhood or a personal story from your family. What actually you doing to demonstrate, to stimulate the kids to stay awake and to be curious for the continuance of the Leila Seder? What kind of original things you do, creativity things that you can do in your family for the kids and let the rest of let let the rest of the listeners uh, to be inspired by your stories and of course each one of you who call in and tells us his story will be entitled uh, to get a new booklet uh, basic concepts in education in children's education very very um, interesting booklet so you can start and call uh, right now a phone number for call for call in is seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight I repeat seven one eight six eight three fifty eight fifty eight you also can text us via three four seven nine two seven eighty three ninety eight that's three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight for text now we're going to a small musical break and then we'll be back with you. Stay with us.
listeners. We're here back with you, dear listeners. And now we're going to the first um, question um, of Lela Seder. You know Lela Seder actually um, contains um, many, many questions. And it's very, very important to, to, uh, to us as parents to ask uh, curious questions um, our kids because we want them um, to know and to learn and to to stay awake and they don't get any sleep because we want them to be with us, to sit with us and of course it's very important to us um, to um, to give them uh, you know, to get them sleep before at the night of Lela Seder, so Bezat Hashem, they wouldn't be tired um, when the night is coming. Also, even they stay uh, awake, but the problem is when a child, when a kid is very, very tired and he's still awake, he cannot be concentrated, he cannot be in focus, um, even if you really want his attention, you actually lose it. So, now, I would like to present to introduce a very, very interesting question, and we hope that one of you, the listeners, have the answer. And uh, we already received a few uh, texts, but now a new question, and I would like you, the listeners, um, to think about it. Um, there is a very, very famous mizmor in the end of the Haggadah, which called. Chad Gadia. Chad Gadia actually, it's like a story that Chad uh, Gadia, it means like a little ship. And this ship is actually the mashal of Am Israel. Am Israel is a little ship uh, among Shivim Zevim, 70 Zevim, um, 70 wolves. And actually, um, um, Against all the chances, we're still existing, while many, many famous and strong nations actually disappeared in the history. So the Chad Gadia is Am Israel, and the Mizmor say that Daddy uh, um, bought a, a little ship, Chad Gadia, and then Ata Shunra. Shunra is a cat, and the cat actually at the Gdi, and so on. We all know the famous, um, we all know the famous Mizmor um, of Hadgadia. But now, where is the question? The father has a little ship, a little Gdi. So, till now, everything is just fine. And then suddenly, the Shunra came. Shunra is a cat, and the cat actually eats the Gidi. So the cat is the bad guy in the story, right? Now what's happened to the cat? The Ata Kalba, the Hu Nashach Le Shunra. Suddenly came a dog, and he beated the cat. So the dog was a good guy, because he punished the cat 
who was the bad guy that he ate the gdim. So the kalva, the dog, was a good guy. And then suddenly came a stick who hit the kalva, and he was a bad guy. And then came the fire and burned the stick, so he was the good guy. And then was the water who actually turned off the, the fire, was the bad guy. And then came the Torah, Torah's ox, shore. And the shore actually drank the water, so he was the good guy. And then came the Shochet and killed the ox, so he was the bad guy. So he was the good guy. Excuse me, the bad guy. And then came Allah Hamavit, And he killed the Shochet. So he was the good guy. And then Ata HaKadosh Baruch Hu and make a Shechita to Malach HaMavet. So Chas V'Sholom, he was the bad guy. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was the bad. So I hope um, I try to explain this question. Now, Bershutchem, I'm going to say it in Hebrew. Uh, maybe it wasn't clear in English. Abizmor, Medaber al Kach, she Abba Kanag di Katan, Abedsen Pitom Igia Shunra, Igia Hatul, Vahalatagdi. Vahaka Igia Kelev and Ashaheta Hatul, Vahaka Igia Makel, Vikaita Kelev, Vahena. Ashera Shalan Omer Abba Kanag di Atkana called the Seder, and Anubayam. לאחר מכן הגיע החתול ונשך את הגדי. סליחה, הגיע החתול ואכל את הגדי. אז החתול הוא לא בסדר, נכון? השונרה הוא לא בסדר. מה עשה לך הגדי? למה אתה אוכל אותו? אז הוא לא בסדר. לאחר מכן הגיע הכלב ונשך את החתול. אז הכלב הוא כן בסדר, כי הוא העניש את החתול, הוא כן בסדר הכלב. אבל אחר כך הגיע המקל והיכה את הכלב. המקל הוא לא בסדר, למה אתה מכה את הכלב? הרי הכלב עשה עבודה טובה. אז המקל הוא לא בסדר. לאחר מכן הגיעה האש ושרפה את המקל, אז היא בסדר, נכון? היא שרפה את המקל שהוא לא טוב. ואז לאחר מכן הגיע המים וחיברו את האש, אז המים הם בסדר. אבל אחר כך הגיע השור ששתה את המים, אז השור לא בסדר. לאחר מגיע השוחט ששחט את השור, הוא בסדר. הוא לא בסדר. לאחר מכן הגיע זה ששחט, אחרי זה הגיע מלאך המוות, אז מלאך המוות היה בסדר. ואז פתאום הגיע הקדוש ברוך הוא ושחט את מלאך המוות. חס ושלום, הקדוש ברוך הוא לא עשה דין אמת. למה הקדוש ברוך הוא שחט את מלאך המוות? ובכן, זאת השאלה שלנו. ואני מקווה שהיא מובנת, קצת מורכבת, קצת מסובכת, אבל uh, אני מקווה שהיא תהיה, uh, <laughs> שיימצא עליה תירוץ, ואנחנו מזמינים אתכם, מאזינים יקרים, להתקשר אלינו לשבע אחת שמונה, שש שמונה שלוש, חמישים ושמונה, חמישים ושמונה, דל דיסנרס, 
5858. Now, I would like to give an attention um, to a few things that are very, very important to us on Lela Seder. First of all, the personal model of us, the dogma ishit. Kids watching us. Kids are watching our steps. They look at their father. They look at, that, at their mother. And they see how is our attention to the Torah and mitzvot. Late Dikat Hametz is coming up. It's tomorrow night. We're checking the Hametz. We're checking every corner in the house with the candlelight, and we're looking for the Hametz. The Halakha says, Velo When you are trying to find the Hametz with the candle in your hand, and the small kids actually drive you crazy, and you keep your passion, and you're looking step by step, meter after meter, all over the house. And then you're getting down the street, and you check your car. This is halakha. If you have your own car, you have to check the chametz in your car. And then they see how serious the mitzvot is by my father, by my mother, how important the mitzvot by them. And these, actually, these experiences, when the kid's coming with you to the car to see how you checked it, and the kid's actually hiding ten pieces of chametz, like the minhag of the Kabbalah says, to hide ten uh, very small pieces of chametz in a few corners in a house, and then the father has to find them, to find them out and take them and collect them, and then we keep them tomorrow morning for the Serefat Hamed. Sometimes kids are hiding that, and then they forget where they did put it. So, very good advice. First of all, don't worry about that. Even if you wouldn't, uh, even if you don't find the pieces that your kids actually hide them, you can trust on your bitul, the bitul chametz, what you say um, that you are mevatel, uh, all the chametz of your house, it's okay if the pieces is very small. If the piece is less of kazait, it's okay. You can trust it. You can lismoch on the bitul. Also, very good advice for you. If you want to uh, to find the ten pieces, give to your child, senior of your, tell him, I want you to write down on a paper the places you are hiding uh, the chametz, the pieces, the small pieces of chametz. And then, Be'ezrat Hashem, even if he forgets, you have the list and you know which corner he put it. It's very, very important to us uh, for not being nichshal chas v'shalom, well, it's very, very important. Now, when they see us, that we take it serious, and we actually, it's very important to us, 
um, to keep the mitzvot as well, they internalize the experience. Don't forget the word experiences. It's very, very important. If the atmosphere in the house is very nice and kind, I know today, as much as we're getting close to Pesach, uh, the stress in the house is getting higher and higher. But when Lel Chametz is coming, when you start the B'dikat Chametz, you're actually supposed to be calm. That's it. This is the final stage of the preparation to Passover. Now, this is the time <coughs> for the kids. All over the last two weeks, there was like a Korban Pesach. Don't stand here. Stay out. I don't want to see you. Why did you bring the Chametz in the, into the room? And so on. Now, this is the time to uh, repair the nice atmosphere in the house. So even if you feel uh, very strong pressure right now in your house, don't worry about it. Tomorrow night, it's going to end. And when it's end, now is the time to repair the nice and calmly atmosphere in the house. Um, very, very um, important uh, to do that. And Bezat Hashem, I hope this advice will be good to all of us. Our phone number, 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. Also, you can keep and send us your text messages, and Bezat Hashem, we shall read it. Our phone number for texting, 347 927 398 that's 347-927-8398 we're going to a small musical break and then we'll be back with you stay with us
Well, we're here back with you, dear listeners, and we spoke about the importance of stories. So now, um, I would like to tell you a story, um, very interesting, and you can keep it to Leila Seder for your kids. Um, I hope it will be very, very benefit. Um... You know that the Exodus, the Yetzirah Mitzrayim, was, was an event very, very powerful, very unbelievable. Just try um, to imagine a whole nation, a whole nation of slaves, Am Shalavadim, getting out of Mitzrayim, out of Egypt, Mitzrayim was surrounded with uh, so many magics, so many uh, mysterious powers to keep the nation of Israel inside Mitzrayim. Chazal says, "En eved yachol Mitzrayim." No one of the Jewish people, b'derech uh, can go out of Egypt. Because Egypt was surrounded with invisible guards that, and with invisible walls that if you're just trying to get out, they're going to kick you in. You couldn't, know, you couldn't do anything to get out of Mitzrayim. And if someone would ask, tell me, do you believe this nation of Israel Am Israel is going to be out of Mitzrayim, they would say, you speak nonsense. You're not. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. cannot be. And here, finally we saw that Hashem gave ten makot, eser makot, and they went out. We went out. Chayav kol adam, we have to look at ourselves just like we ourselves went out of Mitzrayim. How we can do that? I would like to tell you a story. This is a real story, at least uh, as I uh, heard it. There was one of the Abrahim in Benebrak uh, a few years ago that he had ten kids. And the issue was money. He has no money. He was very, very poor. And he had to uh, make a wedding to his first daughter. And he didn't know what to do. He has no even one penny. And he was a Vrech Koller. So he came to his rabbi, to his Rosh Koller, and he asked him, tell me. What can I do um, when I need parnasa, when I need money for the wedding? I don't want the shidduch to break up. What can I do? So the Rosh Kolel told him, Look, I'm going to send you to America. And I will give you a list of people who can donate some money for you. Uh, list of Nedivim. I will give you the list. 
and I'm going to arrange you one of the houses to, to host you for two weeks. And you have to go from door to door, door to door to collect money for your daughter's wedding. And I hope everything will be just fine. Okay, Rebbe, but I have no money for the flight ticket. Don't worry about it. I'm going to give you the money in loan, and you will pay me back when you come back with full of money. So he said, okay. Thank you very much, Rabbi. And in two weeks, he was on a plane uh, direction of New York. Well, he landed in New York, and uh, the owner of the house picked him up from the airport, and he hosted him. On the first day, he took the list, and he tries his luck. He knock on the door. The owner of the door wasn't was not in home. What do you want? What do you need? I need some money for my daughter is waiting. Okay, here five dollars. The next house seven dollars. The third house eight dollars. The fourth house one dollar. In two weeks he collected $500. That's it. He called to his wife, Thursday is coming up and I have to go to the airport to come back, fly back to Israel, and there is no money even to cover my e-ticket. What can I do? He didn't know what to do. And he was in a deep depression. What's going on here? And then, a um, moment before he had to leave the house, the owner of the house told him, tell me, are you going to JFK right now? Yes. Uh, let, let me save your money. Take my uh, car and drive to the airport. And then, my son today is going to land him from Israel. And he will take the keys from you. And he will take the car back to my house. Then you can earn the money of the keys you have to take. It's okay for you? Yeah, of course. Thank you very much. You, you earn uh, $30 for me. Thank you very much. Okay, he took the keys. He explained him how to use the navigation, the GPS. And he drives. Suddenly, he takes a wrong turn. And he went on a free highway, very long free highway, with no any option to make a U-turn. It takes 45 minutes until he noticed that he made a mistake. But now, how can I make a U-turn? There is no U-turn. Um, it was very embarrassed. Suddenly, the uh, the phone in the in the car started ringing, and he hung the phone. And the owner of the house said, "What what's going on with you? You didn't reach to JFK. My son was waiting for you." Oh no! Don't ask what happened. I think I took a wrong turn, and I'm on the free highway. 
what are you talking about? You have more two hours till you have the option to make a U-turn. What's going on with you? He was very, very frustrated and angry with him. And that Avrech felt so, so, so depressed. Not only I didn't make any money here, I also made so... I blew out what's going on with me. And he starts crying and pray to Hashem. And he drive all over the way. And then, suddenly he felt that he must find a bathroom. He needs to say the Berachah of Asher But there is no, even a, a, a road shoulder is just to, to, to parking. There is nowhere to stop. And he felt so, so, so huge pressure. He had to find a bathroom. Ten minutes more, and ten minutes more, and there is no any option. Suddenly, he noticed a little path leading to a, a Christian cemetery. So he pulled, he pulled over, he make a, a turn, and then he stopped the car and running into the cemetery. But the man inside, the guard, asked him for his passport. He throw his passport on the table, and he ran in into the bathroom. And then when he went out, he said the Berachah of Asher Yatsar with so much kavana. He started to feel what it's meaning that he had the option to, to go to the bathroom. It's not a simple thing. Thank you, Hashem, that I'm healed. Uh, then when he went out, uh, the guard gave him uh, his passport, and okay, he left. Then he found a place to make a U-turn, and on that Shabbat, he, of course, canceled his, uh, his flight, and in that Shabbat, he was hosted by his, the master of the house, but he felt so bad so embarrassed when he blew out with the car he couldn't even look at that face then in Mutai Shabbat he made a change in his ticket and he took the flight of course with a taxi he took the flight back to Israel I can't imagine to you what depressed he had he he've been because he felt so, so bad. He felt like a total failure. But what he can do? And then he, he go back to the Kolel and he told the Rosh Kolel, his rabbi, he told him the entire story of the failure. Look what happened to me. And the rabbi told him, look, what Hashem did, it's, of course it's letovah. Kol Kadosh Baruch Hu, letovah will say, don't worry about it. You made your hishtadlut. Be'ezrat Hashem, Hashem is going to give you the Yeshua. Hashem is going to give you the money, maybe from other place. You don't know. But you just did your duty. 
You did the Ishtadlus. Well, in two months, one afternoon, he went from the Kolel to his house. And then he saw in the mailbox, he saw a letter, an envelope, from America, from New York. Very interesting. What is this? He opened the letter and he started reading to Mr. Ploni Almoni that he was him. It was him. Um, because that you was participate in the funeral of the famous rich man of Ploni Almoni, and he was dying, he passed away without children. He has no children. And he wrote on his tzava'ah, on the paper that he signed before he died, he said that he wants to take all his Yerusha, inheriting all what he left, all the money that he left, and he wants the people to divide it to the participants of his funeral. Who came to respect me, my final respect, I'm going to respect him back, and I want to give him some money. So now you're entitled for $2 million. Just send us your details, your account details, and we should send you the money directly to your account. So this story actually demonstrates um, how important when Hashem, when Hashem wants to help someone, when Hashem wants to make a geula for someone, even for the Jewish people in Mitzrayim, Hashem wants to make the geula. He did it in a way that it's, it's unexpected. Who could imagine to himself Makkah like Makat Dam, like Makat Tefardea, like Makat Arov, Choshech, Bechorot? Who could imagine this Makkah before it comes. No one could imagine. So Hashem has uh, very special ideas how to make the Geula for each one of us. And we hope that Hashem um, actually will give uh, will give us the Geula um, for each one of us, the Geula Pratit and Geula Klalit that we so wish for for the Geula, and we so want the Geula, if we're talking about Geula in Mamon, in the Parnassah issues, if we need Geula in the Chinuch HaYeladim issues, if we need Geula in the healthy issues, each one of us, because Am Israel is so, so suffering, especially in the last two weeks, the tragedy we had in, in, in Bedford. It's, it's so, so, so painful for all of us. And we know they all, the Jewish people, it's one huge family. We are all as one. That's the way we received the Torah on Sinai Mountain. Like as one, like in one heart. Because all Am Israel, all the Neshamot of Am Israel, we are just like one. 
and that's what Hashem wants from us, the unity, the unity. If we have the unity among ourselves, so Hashem make the Geulah for us in unbelievable ways. He has the all ways that we couldn't even imagine to ourselves. What a, cre- what a creative ways Hashem has to, li- to bring us out of this Hashem. Now we get a musical, a uh, small musical break. A phone number is 718-683-5858. And you can keep it, send us your text, 347-927-8398. Go ahead.
they, they are going to educate me, to be mechanich me. But actually, they gained the total opposite. And you know why? Because they didn't show me the nice, the nice side of their Judaism. They just, just told me how many commandments Hashem gave us, how many mitzvot, and how important is the obligation for the mitzvot. I had never felt that Hashem likes me, that Hashem loves me. I just thought, I just felt that Hashem gave me the mitzvot just because He wanted to put some booby traps to me, because He wants me to fail, and then He will have the right to punish me. Now, when I'm adult, I know it was a mistake. I know my teacher was wrong. My parents was wrong. I know. But do you know what is the main problem? What is the major problem? I know it in my mind. But I feel the opposite in my heart. I know my teachers and my parents was wrong. But I know it on my mind. I don't feel it in my heart. And that's what I told you in the beginning of this radio show. Kids growing up with the atmosphere. They're absorbing the atmosphere of the house. They're growing up with the adventures. They're growing up with the experience, not with knowledge. You can tell them and you can teach them whatever you want. Even if you give them the full knowledge, what they can contain, it's only perhaps 5% of their personality for the future. Because the future personality of them not depend on knowledge. It's depend in experiences. You know, there is very famous sentence of Einstein. Einstein, physical Einstein, said once, imagination is much more important than knowledge. You know what he meant to say? The Torah actually said it before of Einstein. But Einstein says, Imagination is more important than knowledge. Because look around you. Look at the society. Look at the history. Who was the great man? Who was the great people who made the huge change in the world? It was people with ADHD, people with cognitive disorders. They had one advantage. You know what it was? The one advantage they had is imagination, expectation. They were expect for something. They had a dream. They had a goal. Despite all the disappointed teachers around them, despite all the chances, they gained and they proved themselves 
everybody around them because they had a dream. And forgetting a dream, you have to be open to dream something. That's what Power O says. Paro says, I want to make the work on the Jewish people more heavier in order that they will not have the time to start develop dreams. I don't want them to dream because a nation with the dream is a very dangerous nation. They're going to be breaking out of Egypt. That was the fear of Paro. And I know many parents is going through many difficulties, especially economic difficulties, financial difficulties. I know that. Especially in the Hagim, in the holy days, when the difficult getting sharp, so sharp, they feel the lack of the money. And I would like to mention the importance of the Irgune Chesed, the Chesed organization, they give some food to, pa- to, to families. They give some money to families. Not for no reason, Chazal says, the Kimcha, the Pizcha is a duty, is an obligation of each one of us. Even if you are not a rich man, some people think that, that, some people think that maybe it's just for, for richest people, it's not for me, Kim Hadapisha. I'm supposed to be the one who gets the, 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 the Kim Hadapisha. I don't have to donate. But maybe you have something, maybe a little, a little bag with the fruit that you can send to your neighbor. I don't think he lacks something. You never know. You never know. The importantness of the chesed, of the tzedakah, the tzedakah is the thing that actually prevents us. This is our shield from horrible cases, from gezerot kashot, umatan baseter Right now, two days before Leila Seder, I'm sure there are many families still looking for someone who gives them something. When you open the Haggadah and you say, Kol do you know what it's meaning? Or you just read it. Kol it means my door is open. Everyone who wants to come in and eat and drink are invited. Are you really serious? If suddenly you see thousands, uh, uh, tens of people about getting into your house, you say, oh, 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 I didn't really mean it. So we know you didn't really mean it. But if you give it the nation for the other people, for Kimcha de Pizcha, then, then, when you give the Kimcha de Pizcha, when you say, Kol you actually did it. You gave some food to families, so even when they sit in their house and they eat something, 
This is the merit of you. Well, I hope we take it to to our attention and, and, and make it and make it two days before the hug. It's so so important. As I said, we are one whole family. Now, one more text message. Let me to remind you our phone number for text is three four seven nine two seven eight three nine eight. Share with us uh, your stories, your difficulties. Uh, even if you want to ask for something, just uh, send us your text. That's 347-927-8398. Now, uh, I got a question. Thank you for your great show. How can I get the free 20 pieces of booklets that you mentioned earlier? Uh, well, you just have to send your uh, email address uh, to info at Abraham dash, dash across in the middle, dash Barzilai, B-A-R-Z-I-L-A-Y dot com. I repeat, it's info at Abraham dash Barzilai, it's B-A-R-Z-I-L-A-Y dot com. And uh, you get into your email, uh, one copy of my new booklet. So you have uh, very, very interesting material to read all over the Pesach. Pesach, this is the Chag of the Chinuch. Very, very important. Now we're going to a small musical break, and then to the rest of your question, and you can still send us your questions, 347-927-8398. Share with us stories, ideas, spatial ideas, regional ideas for Passover, some suggestion to make the little theater more interesting. The old listeners are really appreciative. Now we're going to small musical break. We'll be right back with you. Yeah. 
בית הסבע שם, ואי ואי, בשור מלך, בית הסבע שם, כולנו יחד, תחת שבטי ישראל, אנחנו נהיים ישראל, פקוד אחד, יחד שבטי ישראל, עכשיו אחדות בים Back with you, the listeners. You are listening to our Red on a Lot in a special edition uh, before Chagah Pesach. And in the Haggadah we say, Kineged Arba'a Banim Dibra Torah. I would like to say a Chidush for that, but I don't want to make a delay for one of our listeners on the line. Um, let's say hello. Hello to the listener on the line. Yes, hello, good morning. Hello?
Hello. Hello, good morning, our dear listeners. Uh, we have a small technical problem until the Rabbi Barzilai will go up. So we have to say, first of all, thank you to all our listeners, dear listeners, to the JWT Radio, jwtradio.com. And I know a lot of us right now in a lot of stress, you know, running to finish the small details of Pesach and uh, shopping, cleaning. Most of the houses are, I, I don't want to say more than to put you on a fresher, but I think as, as I see that most of the houses are really clean. And the last minute, you know, the stress on the kids, stress on the parents, stress on everybody, finance. Uh, the, the thing that really we have to, to see that Pesach for us is the, the freedom time. And we have so, so many things to think about it, to see what, what is the, the family and time that we can give to our children and to our family. The family is uh, the most important, basically, root of the Jewish, the Yiddishkeit. The Yiddishkeit, it's built on the family, on the unity. And if we don't have it, I know that we're facing, uh, with other, also with the other show, that we're facing a lot of questions about, I don't want to go to my parents, I don't want to go to my in-laws, I don't know, the kids don't behave, what will they for five uh, I, the grandparents said that the grandchildren don't behave and all this stuff that is involved with community and families and guests and hosts. What what we can do? I think that the one word I, w- I would say the most important word is patience, savlanut. If we have savlanut to each other, we have savlanut to tolerance other people, even you don't think like them. Even their behavior, it's not the same behavior that to you expected from your children or from your grandchildren. Just be considered that other people as, as a different mind, different set. And try to be the most important note patience with, with and And the other things is love. Love with your heart. And this is obligation from our Avinu Shabbat from our... Chachamim, um, everything from the Torah. It's mitzvah tasev And without love, without giving this careness about other people, unfortunately, we are losing it. We're losing. We become very, very aggravated. We're going to the level seder that people are late and people coming to you and and against what you think that they are supposed to come. You know that. Uh, they, unfortunately, we have not all of us are keeping the same in a game, not some idea. I know some people even just unfortunately come with a car to the if you invited. So you have to be sure before that tell people, listen, please, please, if I if I invited you, please try to keep the, the place and in the same order that you like. You would like to be in your house. And this is the territory of mine, territory of uh, the family. And let's do it, Savlanut. Patience, patience, patience. And do the best things that what we obligate. Say, we obligate to, to teach our children how to behave. And if we behave ugly, that's what we don't broadcast. But I would say, uh, transmit or uh, 
training our kids exactly the opposite what we are supposed to do. Well, so, very, very. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that uh, Rabbi Barzilai was on, on, on line again. Yeah, yeah, I'm on line again, Baruch Hashem. And uh, I'm sorry for the issues uh, earlier. Uh, but Nisim, I think it's very, very important what you just mentioned. And I would like um, to say um, very, very important about Torah that it's also very, very important basic in the Chinuch Hiladi. The Haggadah says, The Torah speaks about four kinds of sons. Echad Chacham, Echad Asha, and the very uh, famous question, why is the Arichut, why it's so worthy, so many words? We say, Echad Chacham, Echad Tam, Echad Rasha. Why the word of Echad repeat itself so many times? We're supposed to say, Echad Chacham, Rasha, why? Well, the Bali Musar say that you know why? Because you have to learn how to give the attention and what is the perspective about each one of your sons. If you, even if you have a child who is Rasha, you have to look at him like Echad Rasha. This is my only son. This is my only son. Even if I think that he is evil, he misbehaves. He is destroying all the atmosphere in the Leila Seder. But he is my only son. I have no any others like him. That's why we say, Echad Chacham. Echad Rasha. Echad Tam. Each one of them, this is a special individual world. Each one of my kids is a whole world. And I think this is very, very important to us to know what kind of attention to give to our children. Um, maybe we should read uh, one of the text messages. Nisim, are you with me? I'm, I'm with you, Rabbi. Uh, is, is, uh, uh, Iran, is the listener still online? No. Ah, we okay. now have a listener in, in, uh, on the line. No, okay. And I think this so is you a can very special... I think that this is a very special moment. We just heard the voice of Iran in broadcast. I think this is the <laughs> first time. It's very exciting. Um, well, I take one of the text messages. Lichvot Rav Barzilai. Great way to have kids uh, visualize in a practical way Getting out of their own personal mitzrayim and feelings others at Avadim Hayinu would take scallions which look like a whip and we give it to the kids and they tap on the shoulder the people on both sides of them. Well, we have a nice suggestion here to take the, the scallions and just use it like a whip uh, and hit uh, the shoulders, each one of us, like Avadim Ainu. That's the way the Egypt people 
uh, used to behave to us, to eat us, and it make a demonstration. Uh, the someone who sent this uh, suggestion, just send your email address, and Bezat Hashem, we shall send you a gift, uh, my new booklet, so you have something to read in Pesach. Very, very important to learn Chinuch Yeladim. In Pesach, we say that we dedicated 20 booklets uh, for people who sharing with us uh, their story. Now, Iran, tell me that we have a listener on the line. Hello to the listener. Yes, hello. Good morning. I really thank you for all your, uh, uh, you know, beautiful uh, speeches. Well, uh, you're really thank enlightening you. everybody. I'm sure everybody will uh, agree with me that you really enlightened us and you made our parenting much uh, happier and easier. I just want to share that maybe, uh, you know, not everybody can get the Afikoim if you have more children or if, you, if you're a grandmother and you have grandchildren coming. So in order to make the other children, you know, be uh, more participating, be happily, you know, look forward to something, you could let them know ahead of time that they, if they prepare either, so let's say you ask a question that you, um, uh, you know, what do you like best about Pesach, but it's uh, with a meaningful answer, not just I like matzah because it tastes good or I like uh, the kanadlach because it's good, whatever, but something that's uh, meaningful, I like uh, this idea about Pesach and something uh, meaningful behind it or uh, or a nice story or a nice vatora, and then uh, they get a prize. Anyone that says something nice, uh, you get a prize. So then everybody comes knowing that they're going to get something also and just, you know, and it'll be very interesting, you know, more. Uh, yeah, just, right. Or they can have, uh, you know, whoever, uh, besides they can have whoever says the best thing will get uh, even another extra prize. So they go away also knowing they're going to get something and they're interested in, you know, they forget even about the prize once you're talking and uh, 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 discussing, you know. I think this is a, this is a wonderful uh, offer and I have something to add on it. Um, if we want to do it, uh, you know, uh, with more uh, stress, uh, I think, tell, ask them a question. And then, let's say your kid uh, told the right answer. Now tell him you have a prize. But I want to ask you one more question. But you have two options. If I ask you the second question and you don't know to answer, you lose the first, uh, the first prize. But if you know, you double it. And then I think it's uh, make it more, uh, you know, with the taste and... Uh, uh, kids nervous and they, they, you know, they're going around it and they're speaking on it. Uh, maybe they get in consultation for their, uh, from their uh, brothers. What do you say? Should I uh, take one more question or not? I think it will be more uh, interesting. Yeah, and you can, you can think of many different ways of, uh, you know, uh, different ways to, to make it more interesting, different games. If you, or you can even ask them if they have some kind of uh, before to plan something, the children, you yeah, know. Both. To plan but, something but, interesting but like that that more, brings into uh, a discussion. One more idea. Don't promise them prizes. Just buy the prizes before Pesach is coming. And when you uh, are sitting in, in the head of the table and a pile of gifts around you or next to you and they see that and you lift one of the gifts and you say, now I have a question on this gift. And, uh, you know, you're gathering the gifts together, 
the, vi the, the visible things has so many, so much power for the kids. I think after this Passover, it's going to be unforgettable experience for the kids. They will going to wait for the next year. Uh, so that's the way. This is the place we use the gifts. We use material things uh, for spiritual benefit. Okay, thank you, Chakashev Sameach, and let's hope thank everybody will have much. a much more just stimulating pace of this year. Just leave your details by Iran. Inspiring. And Hashem, we shall send you a new booklet um, with the basic chapters uh, dealing with education. You have something to read in Pesach, Bezat Hashem. Thank you so uh, much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Nisim, are you with me? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, Rabbi. Uh, no, Rabbi what, Zilla, what idea you can add? What? What suggestion you can add to our listeners to make the Lila Seder more interesting? You know, the Lila Seder actually is specifically for our kids. We have to find something to make it interesting. Yeah. First of all, let the kids a little bit rest before the, the Lila Seder. This is very important. That they won't be tired, even if it's tough. And our, everybody running to the last minute to organize, but try to give them a, a little bit of rest time in the noon to afternoon. This is first of all. Second, I would say that prepare things that you can. I know that my kids prepare before the hug all small sticks, small stuff that they put it on, on uh, suddenly disappear on the table, and everybody says, what is it, and what is it, and make it a little bit more interesting. And I know that uh, we, the Sephardim, as, uh, you know, the Mishal Atam Tzawot, Al-Shirk Mam, you know, all this, when, Mephat Abal, Efat Olech, you know, when when Rayech, Alemon Jayech, I don't know if you know, if you know this Minag. And it's, it's, you do it in Arabic, in English, in Hebrew, so it's like make, make fun, especially when you have, a lot of guests in the Shulchan, it's an it's a experience by itself. Then the, then the guy, the, 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 you know, the recommendation of the week with the, you know, with the salary of this on the, and this is also, I saw it in a certain, in a certain houses also to show that Avadima Inu, uh, slaves we have been. But I wanted to say something about, you said about, that the world changed because of the people of the dreams, you know, and the giving that, and this is so true, you know, we're starting basically, we're starting from all, all, our, all our forefathers, and the most important, Yosef, Baalach Alamot, you know, he was well known as a dreamer, you know, everybody look at him as a dreamer, and uh, eventually, the other dream was come true, and, uh, I said I come from Ukraine last week. I've been in Ukraine. I've been in the Baal Shem Tov uh, area and the, the, I had the school to pray in the, the Bet Knesset of the Baal Shem Tov. And if we know the history of the Baal Shem Tov, he lost his parents when he was five years old. Five years old. He was wandering in the forest over there in the wilderness and he was a dreamer. But he knew that his father, before he passed away, he told him one sentence. Don't be afraid from nothing except from the Kadosh Baruch Hu. And this is amazing how this Kadosh Baruch Hu took care of him. And he created 
all new movement, the Hasidut, all the Avat Israel, everything. Definitely that it's Ashgaha Prati, definitely something from the, from the Kadosh Baruch but we, have, we cannot ignore that we are building uh, every place in the world from individual people and how you trigger your children, how you trigger yourself, how you take yourself as a person. And don't say, uh, you know, raise your hand and say, I am surrounded, I'm not doing that, I cannot do it. It's, impos- it's, it's possible. And we have the show, if I can, you can. Definitely, if I can, you can. There's no question about it. Each of us has a talent, each of us has the ability to move the world, to change the world around. But it's only he can change himself. By doing change himself, he can change other people. But you can, don't think, don't think to yourself in a minute that you can change other people without changing yourself. Yeah. It's no question right. about it. Yeah, you're right, Nassim. Um, today, uh, our radio show is a little bit shorter, so let me take uh, one, of the, one more text message. Hi, what should we focus on the Leil HaSeder to tell the kids? Well, this is Alakha Meforeshet. Kol Meshubach. To tell them the story of the Exodus, Yat Mitzrayim. And many, many fathers actually make a mistake when they start to, you know, to prepare some uh, special chidushim and a special vortalach, and it's very, very interesting, but it's interesting you, not a little kid. A small kid has uh, to experience fun, to experience pleasure. Uh, you can make like a presentation, like a to wearing some uh, weird uh, uh, clothes, you know, to make like Hatzaga, we say in Hebrew, like a show that I came from Mitzrayim and where you go, I'm going to Israel and what you eat, I have a matzah. Why don't you eat a bread? Because I have no sufficient time to bake uh, a regular uh, 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 bread. Something like this, okay? This is not the time to getting higher. Don't try to stick them to your uh, position or to your higher madrega? No. You have to get down to their madrega to be with them, to make like a show, to create a pleasure atmosphere in the Leila Seder. This is the main point. This is the, the topic you, have, you should focus on the Leila Seder. Uh, well, the, uh, Nisim, are you with me? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Well, I have uh, to say a few words to end this radio show, and I will ask you, Nisim, if you can, uh, after me, uh, to add, to complete this radio show with one, one more suggestion or to illuminate one more dark corner of this Leila Seder so people uh, uh, could be... Uh, ready for this holy night, Leil Shimurim, the Leila Seder. And uh, I would like to thank you and to thank Iran and to thank the dear listeners. And I really appreciate that you have been with us uh, for the last two hours. Um, my phone number, if you need private free consultation every night between 10 p.m. through 12 p.m. or uh, 15 minutes right after this radio show, 
Uh, my American phone number is 917-8094-944. I really want to uh, tell you a Pesach Kasher V'Sameach, to Unisim also, Pesach Kasher V'Sameach. I think this is the opportunity to give a full thank to you for taking care of to managing this holy radio station, which giving always Chidushei Torah and Shiurei Torah and Zechut Arabim, Teluya Becha, and great thank uh, to Iran for technical issues here, and thank you, dear listeners. Bezat Hashem, shall be here in two weeks after Pesach in a new season of Harayat Anolad. Thank you very much, and have a Pesach Kasher Vesameach.